0: For Project Spurs, I'm Paul Garcia, and this is the Spurs Cast. In today's episode, I'll be breaking down the Spurs' 2023-2024 season schedule that just dropped a few hours ago on Thursday. Let's jump right into this episode. Okay, so the Spurs' schedule did drop by the NBA earlier on Thursday, so we're going to go through some of the main highlights, and then we'll kind of go through a month-by-month overview and just kind of um, discuss some notable um, games or, or um, back-to-back sets, things like that. All right, so let's jump right into this. Okay, so the Spurs' Regular season schedule begins on October 25th versus the Dallas Mavericks. That game is in San Antonio and it is nationally televised on ESPN. And that is a big theme that we saw in this schedule breakdown is that the NBA, now that the Spurs got Wemby on their team, they've actually added a bunch of national games for the Spurs. The Spurs clock in with 19 national TV games, according to the schedule. And these are games that will be broadcast on ESPN, uh, TNT, I believe ABC and also um, NBA TV. So when we say those 19 games, those are the channels that we're discussing. However, even though it's 19 games, it's a lot. We do want to keep in mind, though, that it's, it's mostly in the first part of the season. So from October through January, the Spurs have 15 of their 19 national games. Then in just March, um, they have four, four national games. So there's none in April and none in, um, in February either. So again, it's mainly uh, those first four months of the season where you're going to see a lot of Spurs basketball uh, if you're not watching on the, on the local channels. The Spurs do have 13 back-to-backs when you when you when you um, when you look at the schedule breakdown. And I want to give uh, some credit to one of my former uh, colleagues at Project Spurs, Josh Baredes, who now works at Air Alamo, uh, credit there because I had counted 12, and then there was a date uh, back-to-back from like uh, uh, what is it, November 30th to December 1st, so that was also a back-to-back. So again, 13 back-to-backs. Okay, now let's go through a month-by-month breakdown again. Just some notable things that I found when I when I broke apart the schedule earlier today. So in October, there are four games for the Spurs, and half of those are nationally televised. So again, two national televised games uh, on, on um, in October, including a game on Halloween night against the Phoenix Suns. When we go to November, there's 14 games, five national games, and then that is where the brand-new in-season tournament will begin sometime in November, where they're going to play the Minnesota Timberwolves, um, first uh, in a game, then they go on the road at Oklahoma city. Then they play the Sacramento Kings and also they play on the road at the golden state warriors. Now these do these games don't happen all in a row. There's going to be some other games in between there, but those four uh, in season tournament games do uh, make their debut there in November. So that's one of the, the key highlights from November. In December, there's going to be 14 games, including two in season tournament knockout rounds. So if the Spurs actually do well in their, uh, in their in-season tournament games in November, then they have a chance to qualify for the knockout tournament. Uh, yeah, knockout tournament, basically. And so if they do that, they get to be in those knockout games um, there in December. If they don't, let's just say they struggle and they don't make it uh, when their group area, then they will just have um, two additional regular season games there in December. And then one other key uh, game for the Spurs is they will be playing on New Year's Eve against the Boston Celtics in San Antonio. Moving on to January, we see that the Spurs have their 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 most games in a month there in January with sixteen games, uh, the most of uh, of any any games in, in a month there for San Antonio. However, they're going to be on TV a lot on the national stage. Should I say they're going to have six national games on, during this month? They will also play on MLK Day against the Atlanta Hawks on the road in Atlanta, and then they are also going to have a big home stretch in January where they have a seven-game home stretch in January. In February the Spurs will have 12 games and those are mostly be on the road. They're going to have a nine game rodeo road trip. Uh, which is the most road games they're going to play this season. And it's going to basically move from, from each coast. They're going to begin on the East coast against some teams and they're going to finish on the West coast. And in between then though, they will get, they will get a break because they are going to have the NBA all-star all-star break uh, there. And also at some point in February I was trying to find the date, but the, um, the trade deadline will also happen. And that could be key for San Antonio because they may look at moving some, some veteran players as, as that trade deadline approaches there in February. So again, February, there are 12 games. In March, there are 15 games, 11 home games. That's the most um, of the season for home games for San Antonio. And there is an eight game home stretch. However, we do want to consider that two of those games um, of those eight games are in Austin, Texas. So, so even though it's eight games in a row at home, two of those games are going to be played in Austin. So it's really a six game home stretch. If you're looking at San Antonio specifically, and then here's another holiday game for the Spurs. They're going to play on Easter Sunday against the golden state warriors. So again, they've gotten MLK day. They've gotten the Easter game. They got the new year's Eve game. They got the Halloween game. They have a bunch of um, holiday games here. The Spurs do in this new schedule. Then the season wraps up in April, um, where they're gonna the Spurs are gonna play seven games. There wasn't anything too too specific that's that stood out there. Obviously, if the Spurs do well this year and they end up either going to the playoffs or else going to the in season tournament, that would be something to watch to look out for uh, in, in April if that's the case. Just some other notes I wanna I wanna mention about the schedule breakdown per positive residual. They uh they they basically broke down all thirty teams schedules and they you know they looked at, at different elements. And so according to their metrics, they're saying that the Spurs have the toughest strength of schedule at 52.7% of any team. So of all 30 teams, the Spurs do have the the toughest schedule. Now, if you follow the Spurs for the, for the last few years and they've been, you know, they've been having some losing seasons, that, that's not too surprising because when you're one of the bottom teams record-wise the year before, you're, you're not, you know, you're not going to play yourself. So it's going to be tough, um, um, uh, to, you're going to be basically, uh, you know, outside of like Houston and some of those other bad teams that were that were projected. Uh, it's going to be a tough schedule for you because you're not getting to play that one of those teams that that, that had had the losing records. And so after San Antonio, it's the Rockets that have the second um, toughest schedule, Then it's the Kings who, who are actually a good team. The Lakers as well have a tough schedule, and then the Pistons are right there. So so again, according to on paper right now on, on these on these metrics, according to positive residual, the Spurs do have the toughest schedule in the NBA uh, to begin, and then. And when we look at the, their over-under, I don't think this has changed because this is what I saw recently. Um, so DraftKings has their over, over-under the Spurs at 29.5 wins. So they are expected to be, I think, seven wins better than last year. I think last year was like 22 and a half. So again, 29.5 wins is the over-under for San Antonio. Again, not expecting this to be a playoff team or even a play-in team at, at that at that number, but still expected to make some progression, especially with the, with the addition of Victor Wimbanyama uh, to this team in this coming season. And so before we close it out, because again, like I said, it was just really just to break down the schedule of this episode. There hasn't been much going on since the past two weeks that I recorded. I just want to go through a few news and notes that have happened in the past two weeks. So if you watched, uh, on Saturday, last Saturday on NBA TV, it was a really cool ceremony. It was the hall of fame ceremony. Coach pop, um, officially got, um, um, Went into the Hall of Fame. Tony Parker went into the Hall of Fame. Uh, Becky Hammond went into the Hall of Fame. And then also Pau Gasol uh, also entered the Hall of Fame. So it was a really cool ceremony. Uh, I don't know if you're, if you're able to find that, if you didn't get to, to catch it, it was really cool to see Coach Pop's speech, um, Becky's, Tony's speech, Pau Gasol, and then, and then a few other um, NBA greats like Dirk Nowitzki, um, Dwayne Wade was there. And, and so yeah, so so again, I, I highly recommend you watch that though that that celebration. If you were able to, if you weren't able to catch it, if you were, you, you understand that it was a, it was a cool celebration to watch. Regarding the FIBA World Cup, which begins next Friday, August twenty fifth, there's not many Spurs players playing in this tournament. It's really just going to be, um, according to the latest uh, articles that I read, it's just going to be Sandro Mamu Kalashvili. He's going to be playing with Georgia. So, um, you know, there's not a lot. I know in past seasons the Spurs had a bunch of international players on their teams who would who would go compete with their with their international teams, but this year it's really just Mamu who's expected to be on one of those World Cup rosters. So uh, the the the, um, the tournament does begin next uh, Friday, August twenty fifth, and then. The preseason should be starting. uh, The Spurs' first game, should I say, is going to be on October 9th. So today I'm recording on August 17th and training camps probably don't open until October 2nd. So we still got about a month and a half left of of no basketball for the Spurs or like nothing regarding the NBA right now. So this is kind of one of those those, um, dormant times in the NBA when it's very quiet. And then just regarding the Spurs roster, like I said, there hasn't been any, any signings, any trades, any wavings So they're kind of still in the same boat from two weeks ago that when I lasted a podcast where before opening night on October 25th, they are going to have to either waive or trade three players before that, that deadline there. And actually the deadline would technically be October 24th when, when the actual season begins for all NBA teams um, in terms of the schedule. So that's kind of where everything sits again. I just want to do a quick episode to break down, um, the, the schedule breakdown. Uh, if there's any kind of news with the Spurs, they wave or trade a player, things like that in, in, the, in the next week, I will definitely um, produce an episode and record one. If there's not, then I, I probably won't be back on here again for another two weeks, just because we're in off season mode right now. And then of course, once the, once training camp starts in October, we will definitely go right into bringing uh, weekly episodes back. So thank you for listening to this episode of the Spurs cast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe rate and review on YouTube and your favorite podcast apps. This episode was written, recorded and produced by Paul Garcia. Music for this episode was written by Vincent Garcia and Paul Garcia. Thank you. Have a great day.